0: Or their website at livingitup.org. Now here's Scott and Teresa. It is a beautiful day today in Dallas, Texas. How are y'all doing? It's uh, man, blue skies around us.
1: Yeah. If we if we go back a little bit in time, and when we were dating, I remember that I noticed that you had some very strange sleeping patterns. Yes. And during my time of singleness before we married, I that was almost nine years for me. And I had developed a, a really great pattern of going to bed at nine thirty, asleep at ten, and I would wake up at five thirty with no alarm. Mm. And I can't prove this because I didn't do my research, but I found out during those days that the best time to sleep anyway was between ten and, and two. Mm. Those are the healing hours, and I, I'm I'm a witness to that. It really accelerated my healing. I believe that after coming through a lot of traumatic um, years in my previous marriage, during those t- those times of putting my life back together, reinventing myself. So I'm here to say that that was that's powerful. If if you have um, questions about sleep, we're just here to tell you how important it is for your relationship too. But anyway, I noticed that Scott had some very unhealthy, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, sleeping patterns. Um, I learned, though, that um, trying to change someone is not good in a marriage. And so, having learned that from my past experiences, I decided, what What am I gonna do about this situation? Because I was in such a really good place um, for us to meet and, and get serious. But this was one area I thought, I can't do this. I've made too much progress. What am I gonna do? Trying to change him is not going to work. Been there, done that. I'm not doing that again. So I just tried to lead by example. And uh, I noticed, you know, that you were sick all the time. Mm -hmm. We would talk on the phone and it was another, you know, sinus infection, another sore throat, another trip to the emergency room for just weird stuff. And uh, I just said, honey, you're sick all the time. And so anyway, I began to let him understand that, I had some boundaries set up. I couldn't really talk on the phone after a certain period of time because I was going to be asleep, and that was hard for me. But I, I I, had the motive was love for him to possibly ease him into that so that when we got married, you know, he could completely come over to my side without me having to say anything. And, you know, it worked. Once we got married and got adjusted, it was a gradual thing because you're a night owl, and I'm not. Yeah, and so once I stuck to my guns and what I had learned about myself you know usually in a, in a marriage you're going to take on somebody's pattern and if one of you is not strong enough it's going to be the unhealthy one and you were strong in different ways where I wasn't but I was strong in this one because I had results and so once you begin to you know listen to um, what I was saying about me I kept the focus on me you kind of dabbled into this sleep thing and ended up you know, getting stronger and just things begin to, to, to work better for you. I'm going to let you talk about that because that's your own thing. But what I learned, people, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, is I did not try to change Scott. And I realized when I was dating him, can I live with this? And if I couldn't, I didn't need to pursue him anymore in our relationship. So I, I decided, no, this is the man that God has for me. I'm not going to try to change him. Um, I'm just going to try to help him and become the helpmate that I had learned I was supposed to be anyway. Yeah. So that's my take on it, honey. How did you interpret it?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, and also, you know, when you're in a marriage and a new relationship, I mean, you really have a choice, you know. You can adapt or you can try to change your mate. and and try to change them. So I knew that Teresa would not go over uh, to my side as far as being a night owl. And so and I did recognize that I had um, some really bad habits. I mean I I got these habits when I was a young child. I started working at a very young age and I wouldn't go to bed till two, two thirty in the morning. And then go to school at six thirty or seven every day. And so it, it was it was normal for me, but then again, you know, my health was suffering because of it, and I didn't even see it. But, you know, in, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, the old is gone, the new has come. Well, when you get married, the old is gone, you know, and the new has come. I mean, I wasn't single anymore, and so, you know what, I figured, you know, let, let's try this, let's try this out let's try this uh, this sleep this sleeping uh, <laughs> the sleeping thing uh, you know let's try it. Well I did and I'm telling you it's changed me as far as my health and the way I feel. I mean if I don't get six and a half, seven hours of sleep a night on average, then you know'm I'm, I'm, it's just not good for me now. And before I've been getting three hours, maybe three and a half hours of sleep a night. Well that's ridiculous. Now that I look back at it. But you know, but tre- I didn't
1: nag you, did I?
0: No, and, and in the Bible in it
1: all've
0: in Proverbs it also says a nagging wife is like rain on a roof. You know, I'm not sure which uh which one that uh that verse is, but yeah. you can look it up.
1: I wasn't gonna do that
0: again. No, but but no Teresa never nagged me about it, but she prayed she prayed me through it. You I know
1: my mouth shut like it says in 1 yeah. Peter to do too.
0: And just like Teresa, Teresa, you know, this is another podcast, but, you know, she she has a little bit of a fear issue on some things. And so I've never tried to change her on that, but, you know, I've tried to help her through it, Um, but but praying for her, you know, whether with her or without her, you know, by myself, with the Lord and just pleading on her case. That's what you do. You know, this is marriage maintenance is what this is. This is how you maintain your marriage. This is how you, you go forward in your marriage. And, and how you grow together. Don't try to change each other. Pray for each other. That's God's job. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do about Him.
1: And some some of the ladies are probably not going to want to hear this. But it also says in 1 Corinthians 11, 9, that neither was man created for the woman, but the woman was created for the man. Like it or not, ladies, mm-hmm. if you're trying to have a biblical marriage, a biblical relationship to begin with go on and and work with the lord on that and get that into your heart and it also says in um, genesis 2 18 when the lord said it's not good for man to be alone i will make a helper suitable for him i know the translation says it's not good for men to be alone i will make a helper who is just right for him it doesn't say a mother it doesn't say a coach it says a helpmate. and so you know those were eye openers for me because um you know we live in such a society that I am woman hear me roar and you know when you're hurt like I was and you take control of your life and the situation being submissive is is very difficult but it's God's way and so once I got into my head that I was the helper to Scott everything changed
0: you know, and, and thanks, Teresa, for, for mentioning those verses. And also, you know, guys, in Ephesians 5.25, it says, Love your wife as Christ loved the church
1: even, and gave know, him
0: so for her. They
1: don't know what that means.
0: Well, what that means is, is simple, okay? Your wife is not someone who walks behind you. Your wife is not someone who walks in front of you. Your wife is that person who walks beside you and holds your hand And you both help each other out. And if troubles come and things happen, you will lay down your life for your wife. That's simple as that. If a bullet's coming towards both of you, you'll jump in front of it. Okay, guys? This is for you guys. And one of those bullets may be, hey, you know what, man? I got habits. I need to change. And It's coming towards me. But you need to lay down your life for it.
1: And that's the dying part. That habit is... When it says, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, mm-hmm. what are you willing to die for? Yeah. Are you willing to die for a bad habit? Are you willing to die for a sleep habit, a poor sleeping habit? This is a light, you know, example, but that's what that means. Willing to lay down. What are you willing to lay down for her? And no, it, it pride gets in the way, but if you, will, everybody will just remember, God will honor it.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: will honor it.
0: That's right, guys. And, you know, Teresa and I, you know, this is another podcast we'll discuss. You know, we were both married before, and we were both single for nine years. And I tell you, you know, this change that I needed to, to happen to me was how to love a woman, but a woman of God. And I prayed for three years for that before God, you know, graced me with Teresa I mean, guys, really and truly, if if you're not a believer in Christ, it's hard to have the example of how to treat your wife, okay? Because Jesus was all about that, man. He was all about being a servant and loving others first. Now, he's a strong man. He's a man's man, but he was a real man.
1: Wow, this—the time has flown. It's already almost 12 minutes. That's Unbelievable. right. Unbelievable! Wow.
0: Well, you know, like we said, you know, we're, we're, what we're talking about now and what we're talking about today is—is is change. It's
1: like marriage maintenance
0: today. It is marriage maintenance, okay? And and that's what we all have to do, I you like know, that. as as couples, is to have maintenance. You know, do you take your car in for maintenance? Yeah. You get your air conditioner maintained every year before the summer comes, so you won't, it won't break down on you? Yeah, you sure do. Then why would you not do maintenance on your marriage? Okay, this is what this is all about. We love you, you know. Now, you know, marriage, you know, uh, we all have our bad times and our good times. But if you don't have marriage maintenance, man, I'll tell you what, you're going to find yourself in the hands of... Uh, of the evil one, and he's going to play havoc on it.
1: Right, and surround yourself with other couples who, who you're on the same page with, who want a healthy marriage, who are willing to do what it takes to maintain their their marriage. And because, well, you get with other couples where the woman you get off with the women, and they talk about him, and mm-hmm. he gets off with them, and, and y'all y'all talk. Listen, that is so bad.
0: Yeah, I was just about to Stay say that. Of that. You know, if you want if you want to bring your grievance or anything against your spouse. The only person and you need to bring it to is Jesus. Yeah. That's it. Right. Don't talk about your spouse with other people or about them. Come on now. You fell in love with your spouse. You, lo- you love your spouse. Yeah. And so let's get on the road of maintenance. Mm-hmm. We okay? want to help you stay in love. And stay in love. Right. So staying in love, like we just said, is 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 the deal. You know, we we want to help you maintain that. That's
1: right. Have fun. You're gonna see pictures of us. We just we just like to have fun, you know. And and it's there's no one I'd rather have fun with than you, honey. You're, that's right. You're pretty fun anyway.
0: Thanks, honey. Yeah, well, you are too. That's good. Yeah, very quirky. <laughs> but anyway, I. We, we really appreciate being with y'all today. And, and, and one thing I want to leave you with. Well,
1: I want to leave y'all with it. Everything that Scott's saying is true because I can always tell when he's lying because his nose is <laughs> this really weird kind of thing. And he didn't do it at all in these 13 minutes. So he <laughs> is telling the truth.
0: <laughs> but anyway, you know, also, you know, like we mentioned, giving your life to Christ, having a relationship with him, whether you're a woman or a man, that's where the maintenance begins. So some of you listening to this podcast may be thinking, man, I don't know if I can do this. Well, you can't, but he can. So if you haven't given your life to Jesus, fully surrendered to him, I encourage you to do that today. And Teresa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a prayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, and I really pray that some people listening to our podcast today will give their life and surrender it to Jesus learn how to love their spouse Mm -hmm. so lord jesus we thank you we thank you for this podcast we thank you for everyone who's listening today and if you've never given your life to christ lord i'd like to lead them in a prayer just repeat after me lord jesus come into my life lord i know that you you died for me on the cross and you rose again on the third day and you said you'll forgive me for all my sins if I ask you, Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, teach me. Lord, teach me how to love my spouse the way that you love the church. And if I'm and if those of you that are not married, teach me how to prepare myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lord, today I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.
1: This was great. We yeah. sure enjoy spending our time with you.
0: Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Until the next time, keep living it up while beginning again.